I'm a believer in Jesus. I struggle with anger and fear, and my name is Kelsey. I want to pray for us before we start. Jesus, thank you for every person in here. Um, We've been praying about this night, and I just know that um, this is going to be and has already been a time of encouragement, and that um, there are people here tonight that deeply, deeply need to be encouraged. And um, I just pray that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear the truth. Your name is holy. Amen. All right, so um, apparently I'm going to be reading out of the Jesus Storybook Bible tonight, and Kenan Huggins asked, is that where you're going to be teaching out of? And I said, yeah, it is. And he was like, oh, and he didn't know. So thank you, Kenan. I love you anyway. All right, so principle three, could we get that on the screen? Principle three says, consciously choose to commit all my life and will to Christ's care and control. Happy are the meek, Matthew 5, 5. So I'm going to read from this, and I don't want you to tune me out tonight, if, if, if it's teenagers especially, because you guys are like, oh, she's reading out of the storybook Bible, and this is for kids. But I want you guys to give me a chance, okay? I'm going to read um, one of the best versions of this story that I've ever seen in my entire life. And honestly, every time Jordan reads this to our child, I walk in and he's crying. That Not the child, Jordan, my husband. So I'm going to read this, and we got some pictures. Can we get the first picture up there? I hate snakes, guys. I hate snakes. And, uh, and this story is about a snake. So let me read this. It says, Adam and Eve lived happily together in their beautiful new home, and everything was perfect for a while until the day when everything went wrong. God had a horrible enemy. His name was Satan. Satan had once been the most beautiful angel, but he didn't want to be just an angel. He wanted to be God. He grew proud and evil and full of hate, and God had to send him out of heaven. Satan was seething with anger and looking for a way to hurt God. He wanted to stop God's plan, stop this love story right there. And so he disguised himself as a snake and waited in the garden. Now, God had given Adam and Eve only one rule. Don't eat the fruit on that tree. God told them, because if you do, you'll think you know everything. You'll stop trusting me. And then death and sadness and tears will come. You see, God knew if they ate the fruit, they would think they didn't need him. And they would try to make themselves happy without him. But God knew there was no such thing as happiness without him. And life without him wouldn't be life at all. As soon as the snake saw his chance, he slithered silently up to Eve. Does God really love you? The serpent whispered. If he does, why won't he let you eat the nice, juicy, delicious fruit? Poor you, 
Perhaps God doesn't want you to be happy. The snake's words hissed into her ears and sunk down deep in her heart like poison. Does God love me? Eve wondered. Suddenly she didn't know anymore. Just trust me, the serpent whispered. You don't need God. One small taste, that's all, and you'll be happier than you could ever dream. Eve picked the fruit and ate some, and Adam ate some too, and a terrible lie came into the world. It would never leave. It would live on in every human heart, whispering to every one of God's children, God doesn't love me. And that is why we need recovery. Because every single one of us, as people, struggle constantly, not, not sometimes, but mostly constantly, to trust that God's way is best. And I think that you're here tonight, hopefully because you know that, but some of you might have just walked in the door and you don't really know why you're here, but I'm going to tell you tonight why you're here. Here's what happens when we struggle to trust God and we do our own thing. When we don't trust God, it causes us pain. I'm going to go, I'm going to elaborate on this story. When we, don't, when we don't trust God, it causes us pain, and hopefully you can relate to me tonight. You don't have to raise your hand, but I want it to sink deep in your heart tonight that you can relate to this and that this word is for you. It causes pain like crippling fear about loved ones when I don't trust God. That's my problem. I told you I struggle with anger and fear. When we don't trust God, it causes us the pain of worrying about health, our health. Are we going to be okay? It causes us crippling fear about finances. Will we have enough? It causes us pain like anger and hate over the people that have hurt us. That's another one of mine. And it causes us pain like addiction. This obsession or appetite for the things that just don't sustain us and the things that just don't satisfy us. They can't satisfy us. And it causes us when we don't trust God. I think you, I think you'll all relate to this one. It causes us to fight, to be in control at all times. And I think that's what they were going for in that story. And so I want to tell you tonight that there is good news because that is what I have come to talk about. I have come to talk about good news. These students have come to sing about good news and their stories tell about good news. And so if you need good news tonight, then, then you are in the right place. Let me read something else. Let, let's just go on another part of the story. It says, God loved his children too much to let the story in there. Even though he knew he would suffer, God had a plan, a magnificent dream. One day he would get his children back. 
Have some of you lost your children before? One day he would get his children back. One day he would make the world their perfect home again. And one day he would wipe away every tear from their eyes. You see, no matter what, in spite of everything, God would love his children with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. And though they would forget him and run from him, deep in their hearts, God's children would miss him always and long for him. Lost children yearning for their home. Before they left the garden, God whispered a promise to Adam and Eve. It will not always be so. I will come to rescue you. And when I do, I'm going to do battle against the snake. I'll get rid of the sin and the dark and the sadness you let in here. I'm coming back for you. And one day he would. One day God himself would come. And he did. And that's what we're talking about. God is pursuing you tonight. In the seat that you're in, God made it so. That you would come in here and sit down in this moment right now because God is pursuing you and he wants you to know that there is a way out of the pain and the chaos. That is God's promise tonight, that there is a way out of the pain and the chaos, and it is through Jesus. And let me explain that, because for a long time, I would hear this stuff in church, and I didn't understand what it meant to just have faith, or just walk with Jesus, or just trust Jesus. I, I didn't know how to do that. And so I want to talk to you guys and be real with you tonight. And this good news, I want you to know, is for everyone in the room not just the ones who walk with Jesus right now. It's not just the ones that don't walk with Jesus right now. It is for everyone in the room. The way out of the pain and the chaos is through it. You walk alongside Jesus. One of my favorite Psalms is Psalm 23. It says that he walks through us. He walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death. And that's a pretty rough spot, right? The valley of the shadow of death. Some of y'all have been there. You've been in the valley of the shadow of death. And some of y'all are in the valley of the shadow of death. And Jesus promises as the good shepherd to walk with you through it. Now, you can choose not to do so. You can choose to stay in the valley of the shadow of death and not walk with Jesus, you can choose to not go through the valley of the shadow of death, but it's there, and choose to not walk with Jesus. And one of our students said this to me the other day. She had a vision that God told her that he would walk with her through the fog, the valley of the shadow of death, and that she could do it. Walking alongside Jesus is a decision, hear me, is a decision that we sometimes have to fight to make. I have to fight 
to make this decision moment by moment. Sometimes, sometimes it is a moment by moment thing when you are down in the deepest, darkest depression, when you are in dealing with grief, when you are struggling through addiction and the things that I named, hate, anger, unforgiveness that you were holding on to because someone hurt you. When you are dealing with that, sometimes it's a fight to, to, to walk alongside Jesus and to consciously choose to commit all your life and will to Christ, care, and control moment by moment. But we have to do that. And the scripture that says happy are the meek. Meek people take God at his word and that's why they're happy. Because they take God at his word. They choose moment by moment to trust God. And this is it right here, the good news that you need, the bread to fill you today. Consciously choose, I'm going to write this down if you need to, consciously choosing to commit all our life and will to Christ's care and control sometimes takes other people to hold us up. Sometimes it takes going to those people and telling them, I can't do this right now. I need somebody. Because God puts those people in your life and they're all around you right now. Sometimes consciously choosing to commit all your life and will to Christ, care, and control takes scripture to remind us of God's truth. Sometimes you have to open the Bible and read it and let it sink deep down into your darkness and deep down into your chaos. And sometimes it takes prayer because we got to get used to hearing God's voice. Sometimes it takes sitting in silence with God because everything else has just been too loud. Sometimes, this is a good one. This is one that sometimes I feel like we don't realize. Sometimes it takes serving to help us see outside of ourselves, right? Because when we're focusing on how painful it is and we're not serving other people through their pain, all we can see is ourselves. And sometimes it takes confessing because scripture says, confess your sins and pray for one another and you will be healed. I'm telling you, if you are in addiction or uh, anger or any of the, in, whatever you're in tonight, right now, have you confessed it? Have you confessed it to somebody? And that's all I'm going to say about that. Thank you guys for letting me share tonight. I pray, this is my prayer for you, that God uses this word and this time and this night that the word would sink down deep in your hearts and encourage you and it would break up that darkness and it would break up that chaos and break up that pain that you were holding on to and the struggle that it would that it would help you that it would encourage you and that it would inspire you once again thank you for letting me share ollie is going to come up he's going to do a time response and our band is going to come up and they're going to do some more songs thank you guys so much